Oh, my favorite. I love it. Hola hermanas, ¿cómo están? Bienvenidas a ¿Quién, ¿Quién es, es la más? Mi nombre es Gigi. Y yo soy Braulio. Uh, now, as always, before we start, remember to subscribe and rate the podcast. Tell your friends about the show. It would help us immensely to get the word out. We appreciate all the support. Today we're recapping La Más Draga Season 4, Episode 5, um, which they actually said it was halfway through the competition. So I'm like, so there's only going to be 10 episodes, I'm thinking. I doubt that. And it's just metaphorically the halfway. <laughs> you think so? Because they said it was like, we're halfway through the competition. I was like, what? There's still 11 contestants. <laughs> Again, eliminate half the next episode. They need to do like a double. If they do a double elimination, they could probably do it. I think they would know. Yeah. They never miss a chance to cause drama. There has to be a twist. Um, yeah, because I was like, that is going to be hard. We're going to have to eliminate two a week or something. Um. Yeah, so this episode, what did you think? What's your, um, you know, general opinion of this episode? Um, besides the ending, <laughs> this was my favorite episode so far. Um, I think they, in my opinion, they all understood the assignment Uh, I think they all did super well, and I was just so happy to see them finally, like, all on the same level. You couldn't easily say that one was weaker than another one. Um, or, mo like, most of them did super, super well. And I'm just, I'm just glad that they took any risks um, involved with the looks that they showed and yeah, just, I think it paid off. I, I feel like they did for the most part, they were, they were good. I don't know if I, if I feel as strongly as you do, because I think there were some pretty weak ones in the bunch. Um, not, not that many, maybe two or three. Um, exactly. but I did. Yeah. I, I, I liked, the the challenge i've never heard of this festival i've never heard of this part of mexican culture and i don't think it's very well known either i think it's just like this little um kind of town that mm -hmm. that celebrates this so mm -hmm. it's very i mean for me it's interesting to to find um well to learn more about about Uh, Mexican culture, even though I am Mexican. Well, I am American, but I, I'm from Mexican descent. So, yeah, it was cool. I, I liked it. Um, I don't even know if they knew. I feel like they would have to research this. Like, I don't know if they, again, if they were to create this look there, they would have to have access to the internet just because it's very specific 
I think. Did you did you get a chance to at least like look up how they dress up during this uh, festival? I mean, Professor Johnny showed us some pictures, or at least they, the producers oh, okay. showed some pictures while he was talking. So yeah, we kind of knew what to expect and what kind of realm it was it was going to be. Um, a little bit of, of horror uh, element involved um, because it is like a, like a demon thing, like a demon festival that they celebrate in that little town. I think the town is called um, Santa Maria Coyotepec. Uh, and yeah, I think a lot of them or I, during the confessionals, they're like, yeah, we didn't really know what it was, but we had to look that one up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's like this, like I said, it's just like in this town that they celebrated. So, um, yeah, they're educating us and themselves. So that's pretty cool. Um, one thing was that they they were supposed to blend their own demons with the looks right that they that they chose um mm-hmm. i don't know if you paid attention to that but i i completely forgot about that <laughs> but it could be that some of them uh actually followed that um the other twist was that they had to do a, a makeup reveal. So there was a couple of elements to the challenge. Yes. All right, let's get started. So it's the demon hour at La Mazdraga. This week, the contestants are challenged to present a look inspired by the festival Los Cachudos de Santa Maria. They will have to incorporate a makeup reveal and channel their own personal demons in the presentation. In the workroom, the nonprofit organization Impulse works with the contestants to create a scene where they will be informing the audience about HIV. On the main stage, the winner of this week's challenge, La Mas Cachuda, is Lexa Fox. Tiresias and Papercut land in the bottom two and have to lip sync to Echalo Paca by Sofia Reyes, Tarel, and Lalo Ebrat. In the end, Papercut is eliminated from the competition and is sadly the next contestant to be added to the drag altar. All right, so we already know the challenge. Um, let's start at the beginning. It's... um. Johnny says it's, uh, like he said, it's from a town in Oaxaca called Santa Maria, Cayotepec, which you already said. And, I mean, just a little bit of uh, some facts, I guess. Um, this is a saint, right? From Yeah, they celebrated in honor of Santa Isabel, I believe he said. Yes. So it's part of the religion. Um, I believe it's Catholic. She's a Catholic um, deity or saint, right? So they celebrate on the 4th of July, and she's known to be like a peacemaker. So they kind of are, they're celebrating um, 
the blessings or just kind of like honoring Santa Isabel. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. So that's just a little bit of facts there. And uh, so we move on to impulse. So that's kind of like the mini challenge, right? Where they come in and they're, which I think they have, I don't know what season they started with, but I feel like this, this organization has been, um, has been coming to La Mastraga for at least maybe three seasons. I don't know if you remember them. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. At least once, once a season they, they come in and um, educate the Queens and, I guess the audience as well. Yeah, so they have to pair up into groups. They choose um, finally the winner. They give her some kind of you know advantage uh, from last week. It was um, Electra, um, Electra Vandergild. She gets to choose another one, another contestant to be team captain of another team, and so the groups are. For uh, Tiresias group, it's going to be Rebel, Tiresias, Veracruz, Cifer, Iris Xe. By the way, did you know that Iris Xe is it is sexy? Just found that out today. <laughs> I guess if you say it, if you say it fast enough. <laughs> I know. I did not get that until I watched this video today, and I was like, oh. That's uh, and for those of you who don't speak Spanish, sexy. Well, it's sexy. You already know what sexy is. But her name is spelled Iris X C. And if you say it in Spanish, I guess in a certain way, at a certain tempo, in the certain moonlight, you'll get it right. <laughs> anyway, so the the other group, Electra's group, is going to be Electra, uh, Georgiana, Lexa Fox, Lupita Kush. La Moralisa, paper cut, and yeah, that's it. So they do like the scenes, and um, yeah, what did you think of this this little mini challenge? The results of the challenge, like the the sketches, were pretty dull to me. Um, obviously, they had to go the serious route because of the topic that they were presenting, which is. Um, they were trying to, you know, inform about HIV uh, misinformation and kind of destigmatizing HIV. Um, so I guess that was what they were being asked. But it, it just for the audience, like for me, it wasn't that interesting to to watch. Um, what I did love was the scene prior to the actual challenge, mini challenge, where they all got to uh, speak uh, within their groups and like they kind of had like a therapy session <laughs> mm-hmm. and they all they all were in tears and um, just kind of talking about. Uh, how either HIV or stigmas within the LGBTQ plus community has affected just them. Just in general, or... right? Yeah. Like stigmas and yeah. just about people not knowing about HIV. Yeah, exactly. And how um, 
like people look down on those who have HIV and like automatically assume just I mean by from ignorance right like they assume like oh I'm gonna catch it from them or whatever so it's just but but I I just love that they got to kind of within their this La Masdraga season four community that they've created um they got that moment to just kind of share what they've been through um, in a more serious tone than when they're just like in the workroom and they're kind of just playing around and it's not as serious. Although there, there are some tears sometimes, but here again, like I said, it, it kind of felt like a group therapy session for, for both teams. Um, yeah. And one of the things that we noticed, or at least some of the queens pointed out, was how Georgiana was very quiet in her little stool or whatever she was sitting on. Like, she was just very quiet in her little corner, um, just listening to what everyone else was saying. Um, and we, I mean, we find out why later. I was surprised how many of them have experience with um or or know somebody that has had hiv and then went on to develop aids i believe and then died like a lot of them were like i lost a friend some of them were like i lost two friends because they're all pretty young i mean most of them are under 30 so that's that's Mm -hmm. i I don't know i was kind of shocked yeah definitely me too i was like um, I think Lupita was the one who shared that her best friend passed away from AIDS, I, I guess, because she, I think she said HIV, but it's like, that's crazy. Like, just in this day and age that the stigma of it keeps people from uh, actually going and getting treatment and reaching out to... Uh, doctors or you know get get the medication it's so Mm -hmm. like that stigma is so bad that people refuse to do that or or ignorance or yeah just not knowing that it exists and there's no education on it um that people don't people are still dying from it um when there's when there's a medication that can help you live a, a longer life yeah, I mean it's true. They they just uh, the education. I mean, it has to be there. I mean, I guess people have their own reasons for not getting tested. You know, if they're being sexually active, they might be um, just scared, or mm. they're they don't think it's gonna happen to them. They're like, nah, you know, it's just like an old people's uh, thing. Like I would, I can't, I can't catch it. You know, so there's a lot of things that that go into um, somebody not getting tested, or you know, whatever. Yeah, but um, yeah, it was it was just like a very emotional scene, <laughs> and then um, yeah, I going back to the mini challenge. I just I agree they were pretty bad. I mean, the message is great, the scenes were pretty bad, the acting was horrible, <laughs> but you know we we're gonna let it pass. It's not that serious. We were just trying to get a message through, so we'll let it go for now. Um. So after this little uh, mini challenge, um, by the way, nobody wins. 
surprise there. Both um, teams win. Oh, I saw it as nobody winning. <laughs> um, Competitive much? <laughs> so we move on to the workroom. And here we find out that Lexa, and not only Lexa, but a lot of the contestants, not, they don't really go to every queen and ask them, oh, how do you feel about this? But anyways, Lexa's the one that brings it up, that again, she feels like Veracruz is rude to everyone, pretty much. And she mentions production, she mentions her mom, she mentions like everybody. She's just rude to everybody. So um, by her mom, did, did she mean letal? <laughs> Maybe. Um, we need we need a DNA test, and then we'll find out. That's next episode, probably. Um, but, yeah, what did you think about this? Because I haven't seen that side of her. I've seen her being very... She's very talkative, but I haven't seen, like, her being rude. Like, really rude to anybody. Um, I feel like when... Like, I think it was just the first episode she did. No. Well, I guess the second episode, because that's when she came in. Um, she she did rub me the wrong way. Um, she did seem like she came in very um, cocky and like uh, putting people down. But I don't remember if it was like on camera or if it was like during the confessionals. So... Yeah, I've seen a little bit of that, but as we as we talked about in for the last episode, um, that we did didn't really take that away from that exchange that she had with um, the jewelry guy. <laughs> How quickly I, I forget his name, Gustavo. I have it right here, Gustavo Al- Alguera. Gustavo Alguera. Alguera. Yeah, that exchange that. that that she had with Gustavo, we didn't take it that way. So then when Lexa brings it up during this scene, then I'm like, why again? Why are they treading the same thing again? Um, According to Lexa, she's just trying to give her advice and that her attitude is getting in in the way, Um, which I mean, if, if that's how they were feeling, I guess but hopefully it doesn't get to vera's head and she doesn't start doubting herself honestly i think that's what they're trying to do (laughs) because they know that she's competition that's part of why i just don't believe that they're all like oh we're sisters we're some of them are shady they're gonna want to like get into somebody's head and hope that they that at least mess up or something it could be that little group that they have maybe that's their plan the little shits or whatever <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> the mierdas. yeah yeah like, <laughs> well yeah they could be planning that and they're like oh let's try to get to um vera which is the little group is georgiana alexa electra and sirena but r.i.p Exactly. She uh, is no longer... Well, I was going to say she's no longer with us. She's so under the sea. <laughs> um, hopefully alive, you know. Um, I mean, she's a mermaid, so yeah. That's what um, so 
I watched the, they have a, like a 15 minute video, like a series, kind of like Untucked, but like it's way, it's not Untucked, it's more like behind the scenes. So it's this guy, I think he's the producer, he just goes behind the scenes with camera and records them just getting ready, like parts of the judges panel, like they're just waiting, kind of like off camera when they're not recording. And um, I just find it weird that they have so much footage and we can't find footage of her being rude to anybody. So why are you going to bring it up? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. They, Like I said, it, it could be the, the little shits who are trying to start little shit <laughs> with Vera. Yeah, I, I just don't. I, I feel like they don't want her to say anything because she wants to defend herself when somebody says something and critiques her um but just let her maybe she has a point you know the judges don't know everything she has she has the right to say something if she doesn't agree with it and i think it's just them coming out i think part of it is their insecurities being like well why can't i say anything like she has the balls to say it but they don't and i think it's just like kind of like a little bit of jealousy or just seeing somebody just be so um, confident that it's like, well, why can't I be like that? Like, you need to be like us, like more insecure. It's just not rubbing me the right way uh, with all these. Everybody's just like ganging like, up on her and I just don't like it when we don't see it. So if we were to see it, I would be like, okay, yeah, they have a point, but we don't see it. So it's just, I'm not going to take their word for it if they're not showing me, you know the her being rude but yeah um las mierdas we can we can do that <laughs> they're just they just kind of say that they're like kind of a click right that's just mm -hmm. what they are mm -hmm. so and then they start talking about um their drag houses which a lot of them are part of drag houses um i think tiresias is the drag mother of what drag house and um and Cifer. and Cifer, mm -hmm. And so they just talk about how important that is to have a drag house to them and and how they support each other. Mm -hmm. Like building with the drag houses or within the drag houses, they've built chosen families, um, especially which is especially important for those who don't have the support of their blood-related families. So, um, yeah. I mean, it's good to know that they... They have some support. Mm -hmm. And then before we move on to the runway, they do show us more uh, lovey-dovey stuff from Electra and Tiresias. And um, I mean, that's pretty much there is to say about it. They kind of all just kind of taunt them and like, oh, you guys like each other. Blah, blah, blah. But um, yeah, so I guess they're dating. I don't know. They haven't really said that they're dating, but I mean that that scene at the end where one sacrifices himself or attempts to sacrifice themselves for the other. I know, like I know. like if it was the Hunger Games or something. Um, <laughs> yeah, then I think that pretty much confirms it yeah that that would i guess yeah that would confirm it you know i did want to bring up i don't know because you haven't watched the the behind the scenes right no 
So it's so weird because they still have the, they still keep the eliminated queens around. Like when they showed them making their outfits, Aurora Wonders was on the floor making her outfit. I was like, didn't she get eliminated episode one? What is she doing here? It was so weird. It makes sense because I've seen pictures of the eliminated queens with their versions of what they would have shown. Um, But I, I don't think it's that strange of a concept. I think from what I've heard, like Project Runaway does the same thing. Uh, I'm not, I wouldn't be surprised if Drag Race does the same thing. Um, I guess it's one one way of keeping them around so that they don't spoil anything if they just let them go home. Um, and at least it's keeping them busy. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't. I guess it like softens the blow a little bit. But I just think it's not fair to be in the competition they're still kind of in the competition like girl you got eliminated you should have come prepared like you get you don't get to do the challenges sorry like bye you (laughs) got eliminated stay in your room wherever like don't make them part of the i don't know maybe that's mean but i don't know i feel like they you know it's like they should have come prepared they can make like a whole other spinoff of the eliminated queens and they can just like model their looks in the um in the hotel room or something <laughs> well they do have one that's called something oh my god how many of these or, things do they have i know it's i know i'm telling you they have so much to show but they don't show us what we actually want to see or what they're telling us but um they they all the eliminated queens get to show their outfits for that week so you can go see those um, all right, let's move on to the actual runway of the girls that are actually in the competition. The runway theme is La Mas Cachuda. And not La Mas Cachetona. That was Georgiana last week. <laughs> so um, the first one up is Paper Cut. What did you think of Paper Cut? I honestly really like this. Um, I like that he didn't uh, rely on what we always see from him, which is obviously using paper. <laughs> um, so I don't know. I just thought it was cool, really cool looking, um, which is why I'm so sad that he went home for this. Um, and he himself said that he was proud of, of this look. Uh, which I agree, like, I, I don't see why he should be down about it at all. Um, I guess the the one thing I didn't really like was a reveal, because I didn't think the makeup was distinct enough, or, or it didn't pop enough in order to um, wow you with that reveal moment. Yeah, I mean, I get what you're saying. The makeup was a little muddy. It wasn't clean enough for the details to shine through. But I do love this outfit, too. I feel like they, that she sold it really well. Like, the dancing was great. Um, it felt happy, festive. Not still kind of creepy, but, like, having that feeling of the festival. Like, they're dancing, you know? 
So I love that. The fact that he came in on all fours and kind of looked like an animal at first. I thought that was great. I know Letal said, oh, you just look like a blob. I'm like, she was supposed to be a fucking animal. Like, she transformed. She's a transformer. <laughs> so I did not get that critique. I was like, you're crazy. And then somebody mentioned that they... Oh, we missed paper cut. Where was paper cut? It's made out of paper. What Yachty. else do you want? Like, it's made out of paper. <laughs> Yadi's just... I don't know what she's on. She's still wearing that guy's probably jewelry and it's getting... tight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, his spirit is on her. Let's rebuke his spirit. So, I loved it. I thought it was great. It was great impact. It was big. It just... It was bold and... Papercut sold it. I loved it. All right, the next one up is Lupita Kush. What you think of this outfit? Another really cool look. Really distinct. I love the details. Um, it, it's pretty creepy. <laughs> uh, her movements are creepy, and uh, I love the little detail with the whip. That was super inventive. Or it's like a tail, I think. <laughs> Um, but mm-hmm. she was whipping it around. That that was super cool. Um, yeah, and the movement. I think all of them did super well with the movement. The reveal didn't wow me, but I do like the um, the contrast of the blood with the rest of the outfit. The red with the gray looked really cool. This was one of the ones that I did not like. Um, I didn't like that it, it just looked... To, I needed more movement from this outfit. Um, it just was too heavy looking. Um, and if like the photos that I saw of the festival, they were all like had fringe and it moved when you dance and it like it was kind of that. And this is just kind of just fur, so it looks pretty heavy. And then I agree with it that like that cap, I could see the line like. If you're gonna if you're gonna wear that, it needs to be seamless, or you're gonna get called out for it. So it wasn't as polished as I would like, and I didn't really like the concept. I, I'm not a huge fan of like just gore and bloody when it doesn't have a meaning to it. So it was not my favorite. Um, the next one on the runway is is Rebel Mork. What did you think of Rebel Mork? Uh. <laughs> In Spanish and in English. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, Rebel, I loved Rebel's uh, whole look. I, I love how she came out with the that mask and it just looked like it was a head with legs. Um, really cool. The the um, the detail with the tongue, creepy. <laughs> um, yeah, just overall it was great and then the reveal was awesome as well the makeup was was great just like the way she I, I think she could have gone a little bit more with the twistiness of it all um like how the face looked like it was melting kind of but I think the effect was it was still there I really like this look and and again her performance up there was great I agree. I like this look a lot. It had great impact on the runway when um, she did the reveal. Like, I wasn't expecting it to rip apart like that. Mm-hmm. And so she committed and it made it, it... It was, like, a 
great effect on on stage and the tongue was awesome um and the whole her whole vibe is kind of like this punk kind of uh aesthetic and this was kind of incorporated into that so i love that so yeah i think she sold it really well and she incorporated her drag into it again all these looks i don't see how they like Joni wanted them to be kind of inspired by or to channel their personal demons i don't see anything like that in any of these looks but we're gonna throw that away because i'm sure they just told them that when they got there so they probably weren't prepared um but yeah i i really like this look it was great all right do you know who's the next one yeah delicious all right why don't you introduce introduce delicious for us okay so our next one is Tiresias, and I I really like this look. Um, I do think the first outfit, the mask, gigantic masks, that was really cool. Um, I could have used some more detail in in the actual the I guess the face of the of the mask. It was just too. It was it was all white, so. It just didn't look as impactful as it could have been, for example, compared to um, Rebel's mask. But I really like the design. Um, and then when she did the reveal, I didn't even think of the fact that they were needing to showcase their like a makeup reveal until they pointed it out, obviously. But uh like without without taking that into account which i don't know i don't it's probably not fair but i really liked the reveal as well um i wish the i wish she could have kept some of that volume um on her but you know she always wants to be all in cuerada so that's just tires yes <laughs> but the triple face mask thing that was awesome looked really cool yeah, I wasn't a fan of the the big mask. I think you said it like it's just white and looks weird. It looks like it's just attached on there, and it doesn't look like it's part of the look. But um, when she reveals it, I do like it a little bit more. I agree with the volume. She could have used something on top just to balance the whole uh, silhouette of this um, outfit. And I think she sold it pretty well. She was moving well on the runway. And um, I like the idea of having the three masks. I don't know if I like the masks themselves. Maybe they could have been a little bit more detailed, like with paint to match her neck or to match the black on her body. Um, so I, I don't love it, but I think she sold it. And I just wish she would have changed a few things. Um, all right, so... The next one up is Georgiana. She comes out and I think she's the only one that kind of channels her personal demons into this challenge, to this runway. Um, she reveals that she is HIV positive and yeah, I mean that's, she just walks, she literally just says that and then um, pretty much walks off. But let's talk about the look. The look is not my favorite. I feel like it's not demon enough. Like this 
festival it's like they are dressing up as demons they're very kind of creepy um so i think this is just like a dress it doesn't really give me like that that demon um kind of creepy vibe and i don't know i feel like she could have sold it better on the runway too what did you think uh i could see that um as far as the not looking like a demon once once she takes off the mask there's not really anything um related to the actual festival from there and the blood i'm tired of this spitting blood out i'm tired of it we had like five people do it this week it's not edgy anymore it doesn't imp- like no stop go on but i don't i really like the look i think she looks great um like you pointed out it, it, it just once she takes off the mask like those the details related to the um Kachuda festival is it's it's gone um but it's it's a really good look for her um maybe she should have tried <laughs> to give us different makeup for the reveal something more demon like um Kind of how Seafair uh, uh, like went like towards that route. Like we thought it was going to be one thing, and then behind the mask. Ooh. So yeah, like I see the hard work in it. So I don't. I wouldn't say she's um, a menos for me. All right, the next one on the runway is La Mora Lisa. What did you think of this look? I thought La Moraliza was going to shine in this, and surprisingly, it was my least favorite look. Um, it just seems like there was no thought put into the dress. It's just like the little tiritas, and it just doesn't shape them well. And the the best thing that I liked was their actual performance up there. But the look just left a lot to be desired. Um, it just looked like they just threw that on and gave us that same makeup from the beginning of, of the competition. That's true. It wasn't very different. So it was not really an effective reveal because we kind of saw the same face. And you're right. I mean, I agree. This is my least favorite as well. Like you said, there was not really any thought behind it. Um, and I didn't get the performance. I didn't know why she was being dragged by two people off the stage. Um, I didn't get the hair with this outfit. Um, it was just all all wrong for me. I did not like Moralisa this week. I'm sorry, Mora. But um, yeah, I, I think this was for me deserving of being in the bottom. All right, let's move on to Veracruz. Um, I I really like this outfit. Um, I think it's very it, it doesn't have the movement that I would like. Um, but I think 
it's done really really well it's very polished i like the hair i like the fact that the hair is coming out of the the shoulders and then she has like these two kind of ropes are tied around her neck and they're pulling it like i think some of the i think banana or toxic or one of them or both of them are pulling her um from from like the back of the stage and um yeah i i think it's really cool it's not my favorite but i think she did a really good job she sold it really well and um yeah i i think uh she's back 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 again you know when she doesn't have to create her own looks she's she delivers so <laughs> uh yeah i i agree i really like this look too and i love the energy that she put it up on the stage and the fact that they were fighting behind the stage where people were ganging up on her and she didn't let that defeat her um it just shows how much confidence she has <laughs> but um yeah it, it was really cool and i love the the coochie monster um yeah really inventive look and the ropes were actually like in in, in her mouth actually and she kind of like oh. bites them and cuts them with with her teeth um yeah mm. really cool look all right the next one on the runway is electra vandergeld what did you think of this look uh another one of my least favorites unfortunately uh i love the concept i love that idea but it just looks a little cheap and it's it looks like it's made of that that same material that la moralisa made and yeah it's just plastic so it just doesn't like i said it, it looks cheap and then we have the reveal and there isn't much of a reveal either the makeup is not very inventive like it's it's not even scary only only the contact lenses give me i guess horror movie vibes or demon vibes other than that it's just yeah no it's not very scary i mean she's wearing chanclas for god's sake <laughs> for demon's sake <laughs> that is scary <laughs> no i I agree. I this was one another one of my least favorites. Um, I didn't like it. It looked very childish. It didn't look polished. This is very hard to to pull off, like this kind of gag or this kind of illusion. Like it needs to look. That man in the back. It's like he's his head is the size of my fist, and his legs are like ten feet long, and the arms are like T Rex arms. It's just proportionally does it make sense it's just it's so bad i did not like this at all i don't know how she got away with this and that monster supposed to be in a cage in a cage you can go through the the bars in that like and it has no no top so it's gonna pop out like what the heck it makes no sense all right so the next one on the runway is cifer Cifer is delivering once again. I mean, I don't think she's ever disappointed me. Maybe I think there was one week where I was like, yeah, I think. But this week, oh my gosh. This is so good. I loved this look. Even though, again, it doesn't have that. She stole your your weaves and she has (laughs) in her hands. 
<laughs> she literally ripped out my hair and she has it on her hands. Um, it's not like that same kind of fringy fabric that they were using in the festival, but I feel like she just pulled it off so well, like so polished and the look is so good. And it's inspired by it, but it's not replicating it, that it just looks so, so uh, next level. Yeah. I love this. Love the reveal. Everything was really, really great this week for Sifer. What did you think? Agreed. Yeah, I loved it too. Um, so much detail. The craftsmanship of it all. Um, that reveal was great. <laughs> Disgusting. <laughs> there must be a lot of baba everywhere on the stage. Yeah. <laughs> um, And I swear I saw her behind the stage like when Paper Cut um, was eliminated and her cheeks looked a little big. <laughs> It's because the mouth is being pulled. <laughs> But oh, so, yeah. so cool. <laughs> All right, the next one on the runway is Lexa Fox. And uh, yeah, what did you think of Lexa Fox? It's completely surprised me and I'm glad that I can finally <laughs> she finally justified my fondness of her like like I did like her but I kept wanting to be impressed by her looks um, besides like the first episode and um, yeah I think she finally pulled it off again hopefully this means she's back on her game um Like she went from Kachuda to to Gollum from Lord of the Rings, uh, but it looked really cool. I I really liked it, um, and and I think the main thing that pulled it off was the blood that she was spitting out. I'm just kidding. I'm just saying that because of you. <laughs> no, the contortion of her body. No, but honestly, but this was the best blood. If I had to choose one, this was the best blood reveal if you had to choose one no one's no one has a gun to your head choose a better well you don't know what's happening over here so maybe <laughs> i do it's lexa <laughs> yeah i i agree i like this look a lot i like more her commitment i'll be honest i like her commitment mm -hmm. better mm -hmm. more than the look yeah i think she just She was so creepy. Like the way she was moving, it was, she sold it really well. It was just like, damn, this is like something you would see in a horror film. And the only thing I will say is like she played a zombie last week. This week she's kind of doing the same thing. So I just. But her movements were completely different. I wouldn't, it was not like this. No, yeah, her movements were not the same, but I'm saying just the look itself mm. was kind of like based in the same thing. Mm. So I want to see something completely different, hopefully something less dark than than what she's been giving these past two weeks. But yeah, I loved the, the commitment. I thought it was great. I don't agree with her being the winner, to be honest, but I think she definitely placed in the top. And um, yeah, good job, Lexa. All right, um, Ed is sexy is up next. Um, I'm gonna, yeah, I can't take that seriously. <laughs> <laughs> it takes you like 
I don't know how many times to saying her name. I never got it until they had to literally say it. It's like hiding in closet. Such a bad name, friend. <laughs> if that's what they're trying to say. Yes. Um, I did not like this. Um, I did not like the color combination. I feel like the way she sold it was not great. Um, the makeup reveal was like whatever. Uh, yeah, that's all I have to say. It's just not not a great look. Mm-hmm. It was really forgettable. Um, like there's barely any construction. There's barely an actual outfit. And if you're gonna do body paint, then at least apply it well. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, and again, the the reveal makeup was not good. Um, but you probably love the the blood, right? <laughs> oh, my favorite! <laughs> I love it. <laughs> All right, so that is the runway. So. Um, the winner ends up being, like we said, Lexa Fox. And um, the bottom two are Papercut and Tiresias. And we have Tiresias. Um, well, we have Electra who wants to sacrifice herself for Tiresias when she <laughs> learns that she's in the bottom. She's like, I want to lip sync for her. And then they're like, really? You want to do it? Like, you better decide right now. And she's like, never mind. <laughs> so I know if you're just if you're gonna interrupt it and just commit to it and just do it. Don't let anyone talk you down from it. But so what was the what was the point of that? Like, what was actually gonna happen? Is it so if if Electra lip sync for Tiresias, which in my opinion she probably should have, but if she did that, I know. <laughs> Then I think I did hear someone say, oh, but Tiresias would still be eliminated. But how is that fair? How is that fair to let someone else lip sync? Oh. Yeah, I don't I don't understand how they would have justified them letting them do that. I thought they said the opposite. I thought they said that. What's her name? If she Electra wanted to lip sync, then Electra was going home if she lost. Oh, really? No, I don't know. I might have heard wrong. I might have heard wrong as well. <laughs> it was very brief. They were like in the middle. And I mean, you get caught up in their love story. And I wasn't paying attention. But let's just say it is what you said. That would not be fair. That's just like, no. Yeah. We don't, yeah it's like, like you're tag teaming no. someone. This isn't wrestling. <laughs> I know. Even though they're wrestling in the bedroom... But this isn't that kind of recipe. <laughs> like, imagine just anybody. Oh, I'll lip sync for you. Like, no, 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 no. Um. So yeah. So she doesn't end up lip syncing for Tiresias. Tiresias does the lip sync, and uh, Barbara, which, <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> so the guest judge is Barbara something. I don't know her last name. But we do know that she has some protein powder coming out. That's a Pride <laughs> edition. And what were we just talking about in the last episode? <laughs> exactly. Uh, I'm sure it's only available in June. 
oh my gosh. The way that she decides who goes home is by giving them yeah, her protein, protein powder. powder. And that's not a euphemism. It was literally <laughs> protein powder. It was a bag of protein powder. Yeah. At least give them like a lifetime supply or something. Like, no. <laughs> they get a bag. Oh my gosh. Last week they were just saying, we support, we want all the companies to support us. They don't, um, not just, you know, when Pride is uh, happening. And then yeah. here comes Barbara promoting her, her Pride edition. It's just, wow. All right. Um, I, I is there anything else? On and, and bought like a box of it though. I'm just kidding. Oh. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks for supporting the companies that actually care. <laughs> All right. So is there anything else? Oh, papelitos. That's so sad. Oh, yes. It was super sad. Especially because he did not deserve to go home, nor for his look and, and for the lip sync either. Like, he definitely did better than Tiresias. I agree. I loved uh I I was surprised. I I was like, damn, mm -hmm. he has rhythm, he could dance, like I was surprised. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's had some of the best looks. Exactly. Some of the best. If they don't bring him back, <laughs> that'd be a shame. They have to bring someone back, right? They always do that. <laughs> this is just a big loss. I hope. Because I mean they there's they were already there, yeah exactly. I don't know. It's just too soon to see Paper Cut go. Yeah, we have other people there that are not at that level. Like the way that he commits to his outfits and like oh my gosh. And then we have people coming out and just literally nothing sometimes, and mm -hmm. they're still there. So. We are part of the papelitos now. Papelitos. That's so yeah. cute how he calls them papelitos. Papelitos de, <laughs> de um, what's it called? De baño? <laughs> Ew. <laughs> Not me. Papel de baño, yes. <laughs> Gross. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us this week. Um... You, I guess you joined us twice if you're listening to last week's episode because we just released it. So here we are again. Thank you so much. And let them know where they can find us. You can follow the podcast on Instagram at Quien es la Mas, where we will post the looks of the week. Um, so you can follow along as you listen to the show. And we also have the email address, which is quienislamaspodcast at gmail.com. Uh, if you have any comments, questions, that's your go-to place. Um, and yeah, please remember to rate the podcast to get the word out to have a better placement in iTunes, if possible. Um, but yeah, thank you for listening. And where can they find you? Um, you can follow me on Instagram at yes, it's ye. And um, that is it for this week. Again, thank you so much for listening. We appreciate it. And um, we will see you 
for next week's episode. Bye. Adios. They all understood the assignment.